1: Yesterday, residents who have their images posted online without their approval will have to apply to the BC Civil Resolution Tribunal to have the photos, videos, or deepfakes uh, uh, removed and even uh, be compensated for sexualized violence. And joining me now to talk a little bit about this new legislation is our show contributor, Jerry Mayer-Judson. Hello. Hello, hello. How are you?
0: Oh, I'm fabulous. It's only raining a little bit, so I'm <laughs> psyched. <laughs> there
1: you go. Pleased. Winter in Vancouver. There Jesus. you go. Well, let's talk a little bit about the, mm-hmm. the Intimate Images Protection Act. Nikki Sharma, I talked about it uh, last week. Walk me through uh, sort of the reaction people have ha- are having to that announcement.
0: Sure. I mean, it's pretty, loud. it's a good thing. It's I think uh it's it's an interesting sector to have hope in I suppose because Usually um, the the procedure by which you have to say if your images are posted online, if, if an intimate image of yours that is real or not is posted online, going through law enforcement, finding a lawyer and the onus is really on you to find these resources and to seek justice in whatever way you can and get, you know, the photos, the images, whatever, taken down. But this Intimate Images Protection Act brings about better change for people who have had their intimate images shared or even even threatened to have their intimate images shared. You can take action against the threat thereof, which is Mm -hmm. good. Um, And the definition of intimate images is now broadened considerably, um, which, of course, it includes deep fakes and live stream images if someone went into your laptop and recorded you without you knowing. Mm -hmm. And uh, it makes the reporting process accessible and expedited through the through the civil tribunal for targets of this type of cybercrime. So sort of to get a better understanding of this act, I spoke with Claire Feltrin, who is a data privacy and cybersecurity lawyer. And I asked her about another notable feature of the act, which is that quite young people can access this accessible and expedited reporting process.
2: Yes. Yeah, exactly. So Under the Act, jurisdiction is given to um, BC's Civil Resolutions Tribunal, as well as the courts. But the Civil Resolutions Tribunal really deals with disputes on an expedited basis. And crucially, the Act allows individuals as young as 14 years of age to make an application on the tribunal's um, online platform um, without a parent. And individuals even younger than that can also make an application as long as there's a, a guardian assisting them. So, if say
0: if I come across or if I'm alerted to some of my images online, whether or not they are faked or whether or not they are genuine, and I want to take action, what is what's the process like? So, I go to the website, and then what?
2: If that happened, um, an individual could go to the Civil Resolutions Tribunal website. And they have a platform called the Online Solutions Explorer, which helps people um, basically understand what an intimate image is, um, what what options they have, um, legally speaking, to get images removed and prevent further distribution. So on this platform, you would log in, you would provide a bit of information about the intimate image and provide some contact information. And from there, a case manager from the tribunal would get in touch with the individual and explain their options.
0: Would you, say, change anything about this act or uh, if if you made it, you know, would you do anything differently?
2: I think by and large, the provisions set out under the act actually do a really good job of addressing some of the primary issues and concerns when it comes to this type of conduct. So, for example, the very broad definition of intimate image, including deepfake, I think any sort of concerns I may have about the act will really come down to how it works in practice. So, for example, as you may know, these social media platforms and search engines are often inundated with quite a large volume of content removal requests on a daily basis. And so part of the practical problem with this type of um, non-consensual distribution of intimate images is simply tracking down the photo that's been distributed without consent and making sure that all copies of that photo are actually removed from the platform as quickly as possible. And then beyond that, you know. there's always the issue of um, instances where intimate images are distributed by someone who remains anonymous or is simply unknown. So for example, um, enforcing an order against an individual that you do not know the identity of um, won't help you in the circumstances. So that's a, that's a quite a pervasive issue when it comes to a lot of types of cybercrime.
0: Aside from not sending intimate images in the first place, because we all know that that is the only way really to prevent your images from being shared. Well, actually, not even anymore, because we can deep fake, so it doesn't matter. But
2: uh, like, are there ways that
0: I can mitigate risk if I am engaging in this this behavior?
2: I think, um, you know, there are a couple steps that people can take um, to help protect themselves um, when it comes to this kind of conduct. One really practical tip is um, just covering your webcam. There have been some instances in which individuals aren't aware that they're being filmed um, when they are, in fact, being filmed. Um, in the privacy of their own home. So I think that's sort of um, one one step that can be taken. Other than that, I think it's just important for parents to have a frank discussion with their kids and just them that you know this this kind of behavior is against the law now in the province of bc and in many other provinces across canada and that you know if this type of thing does happen to you as as a victim or as a target it's not your fault it can happen to really anyone at any age and it can have devastating consequences so i think just you know Underlining for um, young people in particular that if they are going to send an intimate image to someone, realize that the internet is very permanent, that one image can proliferate across the internet extremely quickly, and it's really, really quite difficult to remove those images um, once they're sort of out there in the public realm.
1: Some good advice at the end, but I'm mm. going to play daddy uh, for a second. Don't ever send intimate <laughs> images. But with <laughs> deep
0: fakes, Jazz. Like you, did, Taylor Swift that. surely didn't post naked no, photos of herself no, on no, Twitter. She
1: no, she did not. So uh, no one is safe. No one is safe. But I mean, I'm glad they're doing it. I think it's right. I just, we hope we see lots of convictions and people held accountable for it because I think it is mm-hmm. just a, a, a much bigger issue than we actually think it is. And there's been huge amounts of victims when it comes to this practice.